Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Be You with Declan Edwards. Now, if you've been a long-time listener of this podcast, you would know that every second week, we have a guest expert on the show, and you'd know that I get weirdly excited about these because I get to just have a good chat with someone that I look up to in their industry, someone that I want to learn from as well, and someone who I think can bring a lot of value to you guys listening to the podcast. And this week is no different. This week we have the amazing Ellen from Lotus Health Co. She's actually one of our Confidence and Purpose coaching members, a good friend of mine, and one of BU's ambassadors. And she's a person who I look to online as someone who's cutting through the bullcrap of the health and fitness industry and really just bringing it back down to earth. So I'm really excited to have her in today, have her talking about her own journey and what got her so passionate about being in the health and fitness industry and how she can help people make such a difference to their own well-being without all the fancy bells and whistles that make it so overwhelming, just bringing it back to the fundamentals. So with all that said, let's welcome her into the studio. Okay, Ellen, thank you so much for being here today and for coming in and uh, spending the last couple of hours with me before recording. Well, thanks for having me. My pleasure. <laughs> so for those listening, Ellen's actually been over for what we call a hustle day at BUHQ, where we come together and uh, do a bunch of projects, put on some fun music and just work through it all, keep each other accountable. So we've actually had a good chance to do that and then finish off that hustle day with an opportunity to have a conversation, to connect and to share some of your insights uh, with our listeners, which I'm really excited about because I see the difference that you make in people's lives, both online and on social media, but also in your members' lives as well. And I'm really keen for you to impart some of that knowledge and that wisdom on the people listening. But before we do that, I'd love for you to have a chance to just share with your story, you know, let these people get to know you. I always talk about who's the person behind the passion. Uh, You're obviously very passionate about health and fitness. Where did that come from? Um, So I've always been very into healthy eating and um, fitness and stuff like that. But I haven't always had a very good relationship with food. Mm-hmm. Um, probably ever since I was, yeah, it probably started when I was around 14 and, you know, you go through all these changes in your body and you kind of start to put on a bit of weight. It's mm-hmm. just normal stuff, really. But it kind of it affected me a lot and I kind of started doing all these diets and I think I went to, all, all the way back down to 45 kilos, which wow. is like tiny for me because yeah. I'm 163. Um, so I think that's when my like unhealthy relationship with food started and kind of how I got into the, I don't know, the fitness industry kind of, Mm. um, so I worked through that a lot and I kind of, you know, went to the gym, I went, but I didn't really enjoy it. I just went to like burn calories and, um, you know, because that's what everyone was doing back then. (laughs) No one really knew what they were doing. Um, and then, yeah, kind of my weight kind of fluctuated up and down a lot, um, over the years and then five years ago I moved to Australia from Sweden um kept doing the same thing here pretty much I think the heaviest I was 70 kilos and yeah big down to 45 so you know my weight fluctuated a lot in my life um and yeah two and a half years ago I started CrossFit and that's what kind of made me realize that food is not just like it's not bad for you it's not that good or bad food is actually fuel for your body and being able to um, perform and to train, mm-hmm. you need to eat right and you need to eat like proper food. You can't just, you know, food is not something you should feel bad about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of started thinking about training like something fun and not just to look a certain way. 
Um, and, you know, at CrossFit, everyone is just so passionate about what they're doing and they just come in and, you know, everyone's there to have a good time. Everyone's there to just lift some weights and, you know, half hour a few people and, you know, hopefully hit a new PB or something. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I've been doing it for two and a half years now and probably count on, like, one hand the amount of times I've had a compliment on my body. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what got me out of the unhealthy relationship with food, I guess. Yeah. Um, but something that also helped a lot was I started, um, like, my own kind of – because I've been doing CrossFit for a year and a half and I wasn't really getting anywhere. Like, mm-hmm. my progress kind of stopped. Yep. So I was like, oh, maybe I should um, get a nutrition coach. So I got a nutrition coach and I was like, wow, this is so interesting. There's so much more to it than I knew. Like, yeah. I thought it was just good food or bad food. There was nothing yeah. in between. And I was like, you know, and if you ate really bad, then you have to train really hard next day because otherwise like, it was, you're going to get fat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I started working with a nutrition coach and I really, really loved it. And, you know, my body was changing, but it, it, that wasn't my goal. My goal was to, you know, get better at CrossFit. Mm. Um, and people started, like, they obviously noticed a massive difference in me, like not just how my body was changing, but also like how I was looking at food and how I was as a person because, you know, I was just so much more relaxed and just, yeah, um, happier, really. Yeah. Um, so I decided to do a um, nutrition degree. Yep. Um, and I did that last year, I think. And then I started off my own business in July. Um, and, yeah, it's just an online business and we just, yeah, we pretty much just focus on, like, the – non-bullshit approach to nutrition everything is science-based there's no um i'm trying to get people to find a healthy balance between their eating and um just eat what they enjoy to eat and you know don't not make it don't make it so complicated yeah and i love that approach and even the the idea of taking away the morality from food. I know you mentioned, you know, it used to be it was just good food or bad food. And if yeah. I had bad food, it meant I had to train extra hard. Yeah, or, exactly. You know, I've blown out my whole training plan and then that guilt would come. And yeah. I don't know about you, but I've noticed for people, if they feel guilty and stressed, they're more likely to binge. Oh, right? and go back So it's this self-fueling cycle. Whereas when we step back and yeah. go, okay, you know, maybe I had something that nutritionally isn't the healthiest thing in the world. Yeah. But so what? You yeah. know, like the majority of the time I want um point and i'm going really well and i've noticed that leads to such a big change and i actually would love to ask speaking of balance i know that recently you did a fun little experiment slash challenge where uh you <laughs> had a, yeah the donut <laughs> challenge can you tell our listeners about the donut challenge because yes. my my wife was on board with you all the way with that she's oh, a big fan of donuts and she was watching it. yeah she's like i'm all for this yeah, uh, tell us about that and what yeah. sort of sparked that idea yeah, what it was sure. so I don't know how much your listeners know about nutrition, but basically to lose weight, you need to eat less than you burn. Um, and people just don't want to believe that. People mm. want to be want to think that, no, to lose weight, I need to eat like this skinny or drink this skinny tea and take this like fat burner before I train and I can't eat any carbs and I have to cut out all the fats and I can't eat like if I have one bottle of ice cream, I'm going to put on 10 kilos tomorrow. Yeah. And, you know, that's, so, that's not true. Yeah. It's all about calories in versus calories out. And that's what I was trying to prove, that you can still have something as unhealthy as a donut every single day and lose weight. Mm. So for a whole week, I was in a calorie deficit, which meant means that I ate less than I burned. And I had a donut every single day. And I tracked my, I tracked all my food. Um, and I tracked, took my measurements and photos and weights and stuff at the start of the week and at the end of the week. 
and I lost weight, lost measurements, like every single, the whole week was pretty much exactly the same as my other weeks where I've been in a deficit. Mm. And um, yeah, I just wanted to show people that you can still eat food that you like. You don't have to eat just chicken and rice and broccoli every single day to lose weight. You can, like, it is possible to actually enjoy what you're eating yeah, yeah, yeah. and be healthy. Yeah, which I suppose makes uh, not only a positive impact on their ability to stay on that sort of, yeah. you know, and actually continue with their um, health journey, but also such a positive impact on so many other areas. Like I know for oh, me yeah, in the past, definitely. a lot of our listeners would know I struggled a lot with disordered eating when I was younger mm. and um, put myself in and out of hospital with an eating disorder. And I was literally, yeah, living on rice, chicken and, and broccoli every mm. day. And the impact that had on my social life where oh, I wouldn't go out to dinner with friends. Terrible. You know, my uh, the... Um, Lovely girl who's now my wife at the time we were dating. She was a dessert chef and I wouldn't have any oh. of her food, right? It yeah. was like this weird thing where I was like, you know, of course the universe pairs us together, yeah, right? Yeah. A dessert chef <laughs> with the guy with the eating disorder. Um, yeah. So I think there's so much benefit psychologically, emotionally, mentally and physically to the approach that you take and that you teach people. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like obviously you're going to feel a lot better if you eat. Like let's say a donut has 200 calories. Yes. So you're going to feel a lot better if you eat like 200 calories of, you know, sweet potato, chicken or yeah something that's nutritious and good for you and will help yeah. you recover, has lots of nutrients in it, then I don't know it's really just empty calories, yeah. but it's soul food. Yeah. It's good for your soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you need to eat for your soul as well. Like you can't just eat healthy, like clean food every single day for the rest of your life. Like no one wants to live like that. Yeah, yeah. What kind of life is it to just cook your food every single day, stay at home, eat it, make sure you hit your macros or calories or whatever you're counting yeah. and then not be able to go out and enjoy life. Yeah. Like what's the point of having this great body if no one's going to be able to see it? You can't show it off to anyone. You yeah. just can see it at home by yourself. Yeah, what's the point of adding five years to, like, to your life expectancy yeah. if you're hating every exactly. day of it? Right? Oh, like, yeah, you get five oh, years yeah. watching Netflix by yourself. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I live for five years longer and I still hate what I'm eating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, like that was one of the, um, the main things that I struggled with. So mm. before I started kind of learning how to count calories and macros and stuff, that was me. I used to yeah. live off like white fish or chicken yep. all week until like Thursday or Friday. That come around and you're like, oh, I really feel like something sweet now because yeah. you're like in that mindset that yeah. you're not allowed to have it. Yeah. And you know, the more you say to yourself, I can't have it, the more you want it. Yeah, the more friends like, give you, it to me. Yeah, I think you spoke about um, was it the brown bear? Yeah, don't like think that? of a brown bear. Yeah. And, of course and we all think you of can the think bear. about is the brown bear. It's like yeah. I always say to my clients, like. Like, you know, think of that red button that says, like, don't press it. Yeah, yeah. Like, how much do you want to press it now? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, like, if I have a client who's struggling yeah. with binges, I say, incorporate, like, a treat every second day yeah. into your diet. Like, yep. don't feel bad about it. Yeah. It's only, like, what, two, 300 calories? You can sacrifice that. Have a bowl yeah. of ice cream after dinner or a few blocks of chocolate or, you know, a few biscuits and morning tea. If that's going to help you get through the weekend without having a massive binge, mm. that's so much better for you than yeah, having yeah. like having the guilt of having this clean food because that's what you meant to do. Yeah. And um, yeah, for me, it's been so so like good to be able to get that kind of good and bad food yeah. out of my head. Yeah. Because like I used to struggle so much with binge eating, so mm. so like, yeah. So I used to get to like Friday and I used to be like. Mm, Maybe I'll just have like one little square of chocolate. Yeah. And then that square turns into the whole block and ice cream. And then you're like, oh, I've already. Yeah. 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 Of course we can swear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fuck it. I'm just going to go and get pizza and I'm also going to get garlic bread and, you know, soft drink and swing by Marcus on the way home and yeah. get like another ice cream. But, you know, you just blow the whole thing. Yeah. But it's like, you know, if you drop your phone on the floor and it gets a tiny little crack, 
you're not going to just smash the phone and the whole phone cracks. Such a good analogy. I love that. So why do you do yourself that same thing to yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I've never thought of it that way before, but it's such a good point. I know another one that I love um, from um, acceptance and commitment therapy, Dr. Russ Harris, he said, if you walk out and notice that one of your ties is flat, you don't start slashing the other three. Exactly. (laughs) But so many people do when it comes to their own. People do it themselves all the time. Yeah. Or they forget that the week has seven days yeah. and they only track they stay good monday to friday and yeah. you know we all want calories dr calendar weekends yeah <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a great that would be a great thing but the week has seven days and yeah. calories still counts on saturdays and sundays yeah. so if you're not getting the results you want like maybe you should have a look Check and see what days. you're actually doing on those other two days yeah that's so true no i think it's it's you and i've had the conversation before about how the health mm. industry in particular has never had more information accessible in it. Mm. And I think it's a problem now of over-information where there's so much out there and it's just becoming confusing and people are always looking for this new shiny object, right? The new sexy trend that's going to make the world a difference that we've never known about before until right this minute. Yeah, definitely. And I love that you take this stance that it's, well, hang on, there's tried and proven methods that have been around for Hundreds of years. Oh, they're not sexy, but they've stood the test of time. Mm. They're still getting results. Mm. Why don't we look at those? Mm. Um, I'd love your perspective on that and and sort of what this trend of all these, you know, trends basically, the trend trend, right? Yeah, yeah. How that's affecting people. Well, I think that people just always want to take, they always want to take the shortcut. Mm. No one wants to do the boring grunt work that needs to get done. Yeah. And it's the same thing at the gym. So, yeah, I do CrossFit and in CrossFit, we do a lot of weird movements like yep. muscle-ups like butterfly pull-ups like keeping handstand push-ups like even just like cleaning like olympic lifting yep. people come into the gym and they look at them and they're like oh yeah i should be able to do that in a week mm. and then they get really upset because they can't mm. it takes so much work and boring work strict work strict pull-ups strict you know ring dips or strict handstand push-ups before you can do those things like those mm. cool sexy things that you can put on instagram and be like oh look at me yeah, yeah but no one wants to do that yeah and it's the same thing with nutrition people would rather just go and buy um this new diet pill that come out or yeah. you know that thing on tv shop that you put on your abs and you have a six-pack yeah like they don't want to do the boring count your calories yeah but literally that's all it is every single diet out there that's working mm. is all about a calorie deficit yeah it doesn't matter if it's low carb high fat what's it called else atkins is something. one atkins yeah, paleo, Weight Watchers, all of these ones paleo yeah. keto all of those fancy ones out there all it is is a calorie deficit yeah yeah, yeah. that's it yeah. and people just don't want to do it it's just i don't know Honestly, I don't understand why you want to make it harder for yourself. Mm. Life is already hard enough as it is. You already mm. have to go to work. You have to, you know, if you have kids, you have to look after your kids. You have a social life. You have all this stuff that you want to do and travel. So why would you make something that is so easy so mm. much harder? Yeah, yeah. It's just this unnecessary complication of it, right? Yeah. I mean, you get so back to the harder. fundamentals. I know we were talking before about um, when I was in the industry, so I uh, started by studying nutrition at uni before going into positive psychology and emotional intelligence. Um, the reason I went to nutrition was I wanted to try and shut down the large majority of the supplement industry. Mm. I know so many people, the word itself says supplement, mm. as in to supplement a good nutrition, like foundation of nutrition and exercise. Mm. So, so many people like walking into the gym with like thousands of dollars mm. of these pills and potions and shakes and everything yeah. that might make 3% difference. Mm. 
But they're not looking after the 97%. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, you know, we've spoken about the idea of look after your basics first. Exactly. Exactly. You need to learn to do that first. And then, like, you know, those elite athletes, yes, they probably need supplements to make sure that they can train at that level. Yes. But the general person normally don't need any kind of supplements. Like, you can get pretty much everything from your food. Yeah, I definitely don't Unless train at the level of an elite like athlete. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> don't want to sacrifice that much time. <laughs> so when it comes to, you know, the big key takeaway, obviously, be focus on the fundamentals. Get back to basics. Don't worry mm. about the sexy shit. Like, yeah. get, you know, do the fundamentals. What would you say the fundamentals are when it comes to people's, like, health and well-being? If they were to just do the, the basic boring shit that makes the actual difference. Yeah. What is it? Um, I would just... Probably find something that you like to eat. Yeah. Um, that is not processed. That mm. is mostly home cooked food. Mm. You know, something that's been out in the paddock and had actual grass. Yeah. Not just something that comes in a container that you mix mm. with water. Mm. Um, lots of vegetables, mm. like good carbohydrates. Don't be afraid of bread. Bread can be such a good source of yeah. fiber carbohydrates, it's great for energy. I eat bread every single day. I yeah, love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but people are just, they just want to make it too complicated and, you know, to have all these shakes and stuff with supplements. Mm. Um, like that's probably the, the first question I get. Like after I've done a check-in check, check with a client, they ask, what supplements do you recommend? Yeah. You don't mm. need any supplements. Just yeah. eat real food. Yeah. Mostly like lots of plants, protein, carbohydrates, mm. Have some fats, you know, avocado, olive oil, coconut oil, like eggs, whole eggs. Like people are terrible, so, so scared yeah. of eggs too. It, yes, it's got cholesterol in it, but it's good cholesterol. Like it's good for you. Yeah. Like obviously, like if you eat too many eggs, like if you eat more calories from eggs than you burn, then obviously you're going to put on weight. But it's the same thing with broccoli. Like if, if you eat 2,500 calories of broccoli, and you only burn 2,000, you're yeah. still going to put on weight. I'd be so impressed by someone eating 2,500 oh calories God, of broccoli. <laughs> I'm just thinking about how much broccoli oh, would be needed. That would be so... A small <laughs> forest of it. It would be like a whole truck of broccoli. Oh, I, can't, I hate broccoli. I could not do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you're so right. It's this idea of like any food, mm. if you're having too much of mm. it, right, could go against your goals, like yeah. your health goals. And I think it's so funny that people seem to have – I think we have an inbuilt gut instinct. We know what's probably good for us to have. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I don't think anyone's walking into a shop and, like, no. you know, yes, there's a bit of confusion around, like, bread and eggs and, you know, some things get demonized. But I don't yeah. think anyone's walking in and being like, okay, I can choose, you know, veg and a protein mm. source or, you know, uh, maybe some avocado with dinner tonight mm. or I can have McDonald's. Yeah. Like, I don't think anyone's being like, yeah, McDonald's is the healthier choice. No. But Come again, <laughs> people go for that whatever's sexy or different. Yeah. I think if we can get people to just get back to that gut instinct. Yeah, and exactly. Like, okay, what does gut instinct say is like, the healthier of the two here? Yeah, and listen to your body. Your body yes. is so good at telling you what it wants. Yeah. It knows, like, when you eat something like McDonald's or something fried like that, mm. how do you feel after? Yeah. You're going to feel terrible. You're going to feel tired. Like you might get that insulin spike like straight after and feel yep. like, woo, and then 10 minutes later you're just going to drop Crash. down and you're just going to well, not do anything. Yeah. What if you eat something that's like actually good for you, like maybe chicken and sweet potato, some asparagus, broccoli or avocado in there, you know, you know what to eat. Yeah. Most people know this stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, people are not stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just 
yeah, I think that people are just a bit lazy mm. sometimes and they say that they can't eat healthy because it's hard and it's mm. boring. Mm. But I think that those people kind of come from, you know, that, that air of you can't eat carbs mm. and um, all fats are bad for you. Yeah. Um, and obviously, if you can't eat fats or carbs, like what is that? Yeah, you are going to hate it. Yeah, you are going to hate it. You can't use your chicken breast. That's yeah, no I think fun. you're right. I think it's almost a matter of like they've been fed the wrong information for so long. Yeah. But now the task of eating healthy seems so monumental. Yeah. That's like, there's no way I'm going to try that. Yeah. Whereas if you can break it down into, let's not focus on a whole mountain. Let's just mm. go, okay, well, let's just take these first couple of steps. Yeah. You know, a yeah. couple more vegetables, yeah. you know, track my calories, <laughs> listen to my body. Yeah. That seems manageable. So, yeah, the, I would probably say cook your food. Yeah. That's it. Cook your own food. Don't buy yeah. processed food. Yeah. That's it. Yes, you can buy tomato sauce and barbecue sauce. And, yeah. you know, no one wants to make their own tomato yeah, sauce. Yeah. <laughs> but just be mindful of how much you're eating. Like don't yeah. cover your whole meal of it. Yeah. Just have a little bit, like maybe a tablespoon of it. Yeah. That, that's totally fine. You don't yeah. have to cut out all the stuff that you love to eat. Yeah. And then, you know, just yeah, cook your chicken or steak or pork or, I don't know, tofu if you're vegan, yeah. whatever you want to eat, like a protein source, find a good carb source that you like. Mm-hmm. Sweet potato, potato, rice, bread, quinoa, couscous, you know, there's a million options out mm. there. There's no reason to say I don't, eat, I don't like healthy food because yeah. there's something out there for everyone. Yeah. And then some veggies. Doesn't have to be broccoli. I hate broccoli. Broccoli does not touch his body. I hate it. And I'm like, I'm not fat. Like yeah. I, I can still maintain like, like a healthy weight. Yeah. Um, there's plenty of other vegetables out there. It doesn't have to be all green. Like the mm. more colors, the better. Eat a rainbow. Yep. Get all the nutrients in there, all the vitamins and mineral. Um, and yeah. Yeah, I think it's honestly that simple. Yeah, and cooking your own food too, I think, gives such an appreciation of it as well. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, you're going to eat it more mindfully. You're going to yeah. appreciate it more. You're going to value it more. It's not yeah. just going to be like a stuff, stuff my face and yeah. done, right? Exactly. It's like a, I know for me, like so. Every Monday, obviously, my wife used to be a chef. Every Monday, I have a cooking lesson with my wife because <laughs> um, historically, I, as I said, I lived off chicken, rice, and broccoli. I was yeah. I could cook. Like, yeah, I didn't yeah. know how to cook and. She's now teaching me how to cook these amazing meals, like stir fries and risottos and all this food that's like so healthy and so delicious. Yeah. And I value it so much more because we put something into it. Yeah, for sure. And it makes it more fun to eat. And you can like, yeah, you can like make a thing out of it like you guys have. Like if you think it's boring to cook, then make a thing out of it with your partner. Or, you know, if if you can't cook healthy because you have kids, Get your kids to come and cook yeah, with you. Yeah. They love that stuff. I used yeah. to love cooking with my parents when I was little. Yeah, I know my younger brother and sister who are 10 and 8, every time I go visit them, mm. we make homemade pizzas. Oh, and we use like a whole other base yeah. and they can choose what they want to put on it. It's yeah. so much healthier than just stuck out to Domino's. It's so much healthier. And they learn those life skills too. Taste, yeah. yeah. Oh, it tastes like all the flavors you can put on there. You can sneak so many veggies on there too. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Just yeah. Like the cheese. Oh, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're good to go yeah I that's like it. my favorite thing to make pizza, healthy pizzas yeah so i normally just get like any kind of wrap base really yep um and then use tomato paste and then you know chicken or salami or ham or whatever kind of protein i feel like yep. and just cover it with vegetables and sprinkle some cheese on top and in the good oven to go. good to go yeah, so much better than dominoes yeah and you know oh so much better for you. Yeah, you actually feel good afterwards. You feel so good after. And if you are tracking your calories, you will most likely have enough room for dessert after. Oh, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> Even better. <Little> tip. <laughs> Even better. You've played this game before. <laughs> oh, I'm all about the A couple match. of times. <laughs> 
So, look, I mean, we could talk about this all day, but we are running out of time on this episode. I would love to know so if, if people are listening to this episode and they were just going to take a few key takeaways, mm-hmm. what would you love for their key takeaways? Like, if you could just reach out and just say, look, these are the only things I want you to take from this episode. Like, yes, we've gone deep, we've had some laughs, we've gone well for the 30 minutes, but if you just take this, you will be fine. Okay. Hmm. Well, I would probably say cook your food, like I said mm. before. Eat real food. Mm. Don't buy anything in a packet. Um, you know, just cook it. it. Use your brain, listen to your body. Your body wants the real food. It wants actual mm. food. Um don't be afraid to try new things. Yeah, try right. lots of different foods. Like when I first moved to Australia, I could barely cook an egg. Yeah. Like look at me now. Yeah. <laughs> I love cooking for people now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, don't be afraid to experiment. Like there's lots of yummy things that you can like you can make your favorite food healthy. It's mm. not that hard. You just have to replace a couple of things. Like internet, go on, go on Google. Look up how, like healthy recipe for you know chicken laksa soup or whatever you like to eat. Yeah. So many out there. Mm. Um, and don't be so hard on yourself, I'd probably say. Because mm. I feel like that's the main reason why people fail their diets. Yep. Because they have one, like one little slip up and they're like, oh, oh I suck. I'm going to give yep. up. I can't do this. It's too hard. No, everyone fails. Yeah. That's a part of like recovery and getting better. Yeah. And if you never fail, you're not going to learn anything. Like use your failure as an, like a, a way of learning and growing and like what did what happened why did i do what like why did i fail yeah and then the next time you get in that situation you probably won't make that mistake again yeah i love that that's so powerful um yeah thank you so much again for coming in today and for sharing some of your yeah your knowledge your story your expertise i'm really really pumped for everyone to hear this and to (laughs) to basically go away and start making their own homemade pizzas and having room for dessert afterwards (laughs) Uh, if they did want to find out more about you or connect with you what would be the best way to do that um so i am on instagram um at Lotus Health Co. Um, we also have a website, lotushealthco.com. You can check us out there. Um, but, yeah, that's probably the easiest way to reach out for me. <laughs> Perfect. Well, for everyone listening, I highly encourage you to do that. Make sure you check Ellen and Lotus Health Co. out on Instagram and on the website as well. And if you have any further questions as a result of this episode, please do reach out to Ellen. She's an amazing person. She's got such a great vibe and great spirit to her. And, yeah, she's really someone worth connecting with. So make sure you get in touch with her and, Thank you again for uh, investing your time in listening to this episode. And thank you once again for being here with us today, Alan. Thank you. (laughs) What an incredible and down-to-earth episode with Ellen. I absolutely love that girl and I love her perspective on the industry. So... I'm really, really grateful for her coming in and sharing her expertise, not only with me, but with all of you guys as well. Now, as you know, there are a few ways you can help if you love this podcast. If you love this episode or you just really enjoy listening to the BU with Definitely Edwards podcast, it means the world to us for you to help us grow it and make a difference to more people's lives. So how can you do that? Well, there's a couple of ways. You can favorite it on iTunes and on Spotify. You can leave a review of it. Uh, You can email us directly at grow at bucoaching.org to give us feedback, ask for any guest experts you'd want to see on the show uh, or any topics you'd want to see us cover. And you can also um, share it with your friends. Like the best way to spread this movement and spread this ripple effect of positive change is to screenshot that you're listening to the podcast, 
and put it up on your Instagram, put it on your story. Make sure you tag us at BU underscore coaching so we can check it out uh, and use the hashtag BU with Declan Edwards uh, so we know that you're listening to the podcast and just recommend that your friends check it out as well. It does mean the world to us. Now, if you're someone who would really, really like to build their emotional intelligence and well-being, and you've been loving the podcast and you're thinking, what is the next step? How do I begin building this, you know, my emotional intelligence and well-being in a really, really proven, practical and proactive way and in a way that's actually fun as well? Well, good news is there's so many different ways you can do that with us. And I'm very excited to announce that we have just launched our brand new website. So if you go to www.bucoaching.org, you'll be able to check out all about us, all about the company and the movement, but also you'll be able to get access to some really cool things there like copies of my book, um, free online courses to get you started in your journey, and of course the ability to have a complimentary connection call with one of our highly trained confidence and purpose coaches to be able to discuss your next steps in your personal growth journey. So make sure you check out the website, www.bucoaching.org. Have a browse around, click through there and enroll in either one of the online courses, grab a copy of the book or book in for one of those complimentary connection calls with one of our team. And other than that, you know how we finish this. Be empowered, be exceptional, be you.